The spirit of performance is what defines Acura. And now, it's electric. Introducing the ZDX, Acura's most powerful SUV yet. Crafted using the same formula that brought them electrified supercars and multiple IMSA championships, the ZDX has track-tested performance that packs an energy all its own. Unlock the energy and order yours at Acura.com. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to... The new Nasty Boys! I'm your co-host, Billy DeVord. Sitting across from me, as always, is... Hello, it is I, Lee Michael Kimbrell. How's it going, nasty boys and girls across the whole wide world? Uh, They're good! They're doing so good, man. I love hitting these different ri- these rhythms a little differently, I'm trying man. to. I even stumbled on my own fucking name. No, it was good, <laughs> dude. Who knows? Are you going with Billy? Are you going with William? Who knows? You could never tell. Dude, that's like an early 20s problem I had. Oh, yeah? I was going by Will for a minute. Really? Will? Will? Yeah, that was an issue. Oh, uh, dude, you are so Billy through and through. That's it. That's, I think I'm just set. I, I can't go by Bill. That's my dad and my grandpa. Yeah. William, I'm not a douche. I've kind of so. taken to calling you Bill. Well, yeah, there's like I call you, you Bill every now and again. What's up, Bill? It's like you, Alicia, Seymour. Oh, does Leash call you Bill? Yeah. I love she that. She was going, hey, Bill. And like, yeah, hey, Bill. I love Bill. So it's like more of a pet name. But Billy's like the pet name, but the full one for the general public. And then William when I'm in trouble. Yeah, William is when you're in trouble or when you're super, super horny. So horny. Yeah, we'll get to that later. But at the moment right now, you know what gets me horny? Large sums of money. Oh, who doesn't get horny from large sums of money? Because I don't know about you guys, but for (laughs) me, a game is ten times more exciting when I'm putting my money on it. Yes! Sometimes I have a gut feeling about a matchup, and sometimes I'm betting on my team because they're my fucking team. Regardless whether you've been betting for years or you're ready to play for the first time, my bookie is your best bet this season. If you're the kind of guy who likes to bet a little to win a lot, try a parlay. For instance, if you like a couple of the big favorites this week, parlays are perfect because they let you bet multiple games together for a much bigger payout. So if you're going to bet this season, do the smart thing and go to mybookie.ag because no one gives you more ways to win. Don't be a fool. Bet with your tool. That's right, baby. Uh, If you really want to support your team this season, don't sit on the sidelines. Get in the game with mybookie.ag. And if you join right now, mybookie will... Double your da, first da, 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 deposit. Use promo code CHAIR times two to activate the offer. That's promo code CHAIR to times du- two to double your cashish. Dublave, baby. Visit mybookie.ag today. You play, you win, and guess what? You get paid. Pop, 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 pop. Very nice. That was a killer read there, friend. Thanks. I felt good about yeah, it. Yeah, that read almost induced an erection. Oh, really? Yes, that was very good. Um, I tell you what, I'm going to start off my read for BlueChew.com. We love you guys so much for being a sponsor of the pod. I'm going to start off my read by saying I could have used some recently. Oh, no. Man. Your dick went sad? No, my dick didn't go sad, okay? And this sounds <laughs> like a, a, huge, a, a huge flex. Uh, maybe it's supposed to be. I normally... In a in a session, like sure. in a good long one, sure. Which is you know like lunch, and then you go home and stay in bed until like ten, oh. and then go out for drinks after. Yeah, like a good long one where you've been wanting to bang for a while. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Um, I can normally pump. I can normally get three going. Wow. I can normally get three. Wow, that's impressive. I'm in my twenties. Sure. I can normally get three. Okay, but the second one was. Weak. Oh no. Seventy five percent. 
And the third one, Nothing. not happening. Oh, no. And you know what it was? I ate, like, dog shit the day before. That's it. You're putting trash in your body, dude, so you're only getting trash bones. Dude, it's wild. I went on the road on Saturday night. Yeah. And I, dude, this is such a shameful sentence. I ate McDonald's twice. There's your problem. The way there and the way back. And you know what I ate for breakfast? McDonald's. Speedway breakfast. Oh, God. Did you get the uh, their, their McGriddle? Dude, I got their fucking sausage sandwich with bacon on it. It was bad. I, I enjoy okay, so it. Okay, so my dick didn't is. work, and I'm not even kidding. In the middle of thinking, in the middle of this session where I'm yeah. just like, oh my God, I should be so hard right now. <laughs> right? It, I got even softer thinking about your oh, face and this podcast no. and bluechew.com. Dude. Bluetooth. I needed it, dude. I was I was so mad that I didn't have one. You're dude. clogging your artery. I know, I know, and I normally don't. Did you did you happen to have her? Did she do? Did she press your pump? Like like the Reebok pump with your prostate? The, no pump press. Pump press helps. Don't be afraid of it. Embrace it. No, I'm not afraid of. Yeah, okay. We went down that road. Thank you. But I needed to hear that. Yeah, yeah. We. I, I'm into it. Baby, come on, there dude. Oh, I, yeah, let's, yeah, okay. Anyway, do you remember the days? <laughs> no, dude, I seriously was just thinking, that's a good plug. I was in the middle of fucking thinking about bluechew.com. Well, you wish you could plug in that moment. Yeah, I wanted to plug so <laughs> bad and I couldn't. So much. To my credit, I did plug one, one and a half, let's say one and three quarters times before that. I'm just used to going. Baby, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so maybe my days are maybe I'm on the decline. Okay, yeah, which is fine. I don't have trouble with one, but you know, three is a good day. You need an herbal enhancer. So, what I need to increase my performance and get that extra confidence in bed is Mm bluechew.com. That's blue. Like the color, baby. Yep. It brings the first chewable with the same FDA-approved active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, so you know it works, and I need it to work. Yeah, you do. You can make that time. Uh, you can take them any time of the day, uh, day or night, even on a full stomach, and they're chewable, so that means that you uh, they work twice as fast as a pill. So you can be ready whenever you need. Yep. Maybe within like 15 minutes when you're realizing that it's just not fucking happening because uh, you uh, drank too much and uh, shouldn't have jerked off earlier in the day. (laughs) Uh, If you could benefit from extra function and more confidence where it counts, Blue Chew is the fast and easy way to enhance your performance. Get after it, baby. Uh, It's prescribed online. It goes straight to your door in a discreet package. Uh, no one's going to know that it's coming to your door. No one's going to know. You don't got to go to the doctor. You don't got to go to the pharmacy. You don't got to wait in line, which eliminates what, Bill? Awkwardness. And it's so awkward when everyone knows you're not plowing fields the way that you wanted to, baby. <laughs> you're not harvesting corn, you know? If you're not hard enough from this read, they're made in the United <laughs> States of goddamn America. Freedom. And because of that, Blue Chew prepares and ships directly. They're cheaper than a pharmacy. Uh, we got a special deal for you guys, nasty boys and girls. If you visit bluechew.com, you get your first shipment for free when you use special promo code armchair. You just got to pay five bucks for shipping. Again, that's B L U E com promo code armchair. You try it for free, five bucks shipping. Oh, boner on command. That's a good deal. Yep. Blue Chew is the better, cheaper, faster choice. We thank them for sponsoring the podcast, and um, I've already ordered some. So there you thank go. you very much. Love you guys. Appreciate it. Bye, team. Uh, our pills are soft, but your dick won't be after eating them. That's right, dude. Okay, that's great. How's your how's your bush? Nice and trimmed? Because you've been getting after it. Yeah, you've yeah. been chasing the dream, dog. Yeah, it's been fun. It's been good. So lately. you've got a 
you just look like Larry David down there? I'm, or do you look I'm more playing like, with it a little bit. Or do you look more like uh, Michael Chiklis? I, I I don't know. In honor of Kobe, I went with the fade. <laughs> I've got the fadeaway going down there with That's a little 2-4 cut into it. Nice. Yeah, so I'm everyone knows. Oh, do you? Yeah. A corporate man. Yeah, I really... Not well, I. I stand for ideas. Well, here's the thing. I, I have the swoosh. I drop my pants, and I look at my wife, and I go, just do it. <laughs> That's fucking... Come there on. it is. Come, Come on, on, man. That's that, not a bad riff. Did you just do that? That's nah, an old joke from high oh, school. Oh, okay. <laughs> that's, an old, that's an old locker room joke. Yeah, there it is. That's locker room talk. Yeah, it is. You know, the normal stuff. Donald Trump 2024. That's right. I'm into it. Let's get a third <laughs> fucking term. Let's make it happen. Fuck that man. Uh, But yeah, no, we can't say enough good things about Manscaped. We've said them a million times and we'll say them again. The Lawnmower 2.0, they now have a 3.0. I don't know how you make a product any better. No, it's all good. I don't get it. But they fucking did it. Yeah, it actually sucks your dick at the end. No shit. Yeah, yeah, the 3.0, I, I don't know if this isn't technically in the read, but yeah. it gets your pubes nice and tight, yeah. and then it gives you a blowjob with a with a mouth of whatever gender you want it to be. Interesting. Yeah, that's why it's 3.0. Here's what I heard, that there's a button on the side, and it disperses a blue chew. That would be dope. I'm into that. The irony that you could just, like, the, the, the light, per, like... It's so delicate, the, the, the vibration, like mm-hmm. the buzz of the clippers. It's not like a, you know, sometimes you turn them on and it's like, yeah, like you hear a click. It's not that. I mean, it would honestly probably double as a fantastic deal, though. It's just supple and smooth. It's ergonomically designed. I'm not talking buzzer think- side in. I'm thinking about I'm it. I'm talking about the end. I think it could be used. And I'm not trying to get too blue chew during this Manscaped ad. <laughs> <laughs> But I'd be willing to bet on mybookie.ag that that would be a good time. Way to way to bring them all in. Come on, is this guy a pro? I think he might be. We're almost pros, bitch. I think he might be. Dude, come on, spread the word. Spread the word. We Look. could have a podcast where we just do reads. I would love that. <laughs> yeah, where we just get paid. What a great concept, dude. I think that's the next move. I'm just gonna do a hit everybody local and just do the, this. This is the reads. Yeah, do it. And then we just bring people on. And it's just a do good reads. skill to try to be able to do. Yeah, I've honestly thought about doing voiceover. I'd be really good you at it. You have an excellent voice. We should do voiceover work. Let's fucking cut a tape soon. Here's here's my tape. Go to manscaped.com. Order the kit. Get the shed. Get the ball deodorizer. Get the lawnmower 3.0. Get the shed. Get the fucking plow. Get it all. Get the shed. Get the shed. <laughs> the shed's so important. It's a nice leather bag. Get all of this. Use promo code armchair. armchair. Get 20% off and free shipping. It's just worth it. You should yeah. honestly do it. Yeah. It will make your life better. It's easy. It's cheap. And then once you get it, man, like most of us are pretty low maintenance. You're not going to run through the ball deodorizer. You're not going to no. run through the toner. You're not even close. To, get body. You get body wash. Yeah, I know, dude. It's it. It's honestly as as somebody who is not huge onto like, oh, that's something I need. Yeah. Or like I don't have a bunch of subscriptions. No. I'm not a fucking I'm not I'm not not a dollar shave club guy or Me whatever. Either. Like I don't do those kind of things. No. This one fell into my lap, but I would say having knowing what I know, you should do it. You should one hundred percent do it. It's cheap enough, it's one off. They'll take care of you, and it will make your life better. Mike Webster. Yeah, oh. yeah, there it is. Burp it for Mike. Mike, on it. Get on fucking Manscaped. Get on it. Do it. Come on. Do it. Uh, sorry, we didn't save. I'm, I'm actually drinking a beer tonight. Second one this year. Um, yeah, I've got a Miller Light screw cap. I don't know if you can hear this, Mike. 
Oh, yeah. yeah that, that was crack nice. That was good. That's Dude, a whole different aesthetic. That, that thing, picked up. That popped. Yeah, look at that spike there, baby. What's up, Matt uh, Webby? But we're, we're having some spotted cow that I brought back from the wonderful state of Wisconsin. Yummy, yummy. And we talked so about good. it on the pod before. Dude, I'm getting full. And that's crazy. I've had three sips. Yeah, oh, it's a good beer. And I used to oh, house. Oh, yeah, yeah, because Bill's... House it. Yeah, um, uh, Skinny Bill update... He is super skinny this yeah. week. Yeah, uh, seven days. Here we are. He looks fucking fantastic. He's drinking his second beer of 2020. It's crazy. It's a special occasion. We're sitting here on your new coffee table. Congrats. Or the the whole kitchen table, baby. Yeah, it's- yeah. or not coffee table. I meant, you know, whatever. Kitchen. Dinner table. It's nice. It's very nice. It's made out of mahogany. It's quite beautiful. Real good. Very heavy. And uh, I'm proud of you. Thanks, buddy. Your place looks great, and you it's look fucking together. thin as fuck. You look so good. You I, earned this beer. Here we go. Skinny sneeze. I uh, oh, went in my mouth. Um, I gotta get a uh, thing. No, go away. Go, go, go ahead. It's fine. I'll be back. Ah, sweet Bill. Okay. If you had sneezed like a month and a half ago, two months ago, <laughs> you'd be like, "Fuck, gross." Yikes! No, dude, you, you would have still been jiggling. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, you look I great. I would have broken this band. It's so exciting. Um. One thing where I noticed, I was like in the bathroom, and I was just, I was naked because I was getting in the shower, and I looked down, and I could see my whole dick. Look at him. Come on. And thanks to Manscaped, how did he look? He looked good. He didn't look like a grizzled war vet. Man, that's that's honestly a huge fucking milestone. You saw your own penis. I saw my own penis. The whole thing. Did he say anything? Like, was he happy to see you? Yeah, he was a little. He was he was very pale because he hadn't seen the sun because he'd had a, an awning a over top. Yeah, he was like a plant <laughs> at the bottom of the forest. Who yeah, couldn't it was, live. It was like those fish <laughs> at the bottom of the ocean who can't see because it's always so dark. Yeah, that's it. It was just like that. He was just like albino. That's it. Using using like uh, what uh, what am I looking for? God dang it! I just spaced on the word. What do dolphins use to get around? Oh. Echolocation. That's it. Bats. You know, it's a bottom feeder. Not because it eats anything off the floor of the ocean, but because it loves anal. It loves butts. Loves anal. Look at him. Your dick is a placostomus. <laughs> Dude, we used to have placostomuses in our aquarium. I love them. They're so cool. Yeah, they get big as hell. They just suck on the bottom. Dude, but here's what happened. It would get too big for the tank, so my mom would just flush it when it got too big. Damn, dude, there's probably some wild-ass placostomai down in the fucking sewers of Hamilton. Yeah, why do you think we have such great water? Because <laughs> yeah, my mom's fish would just eat everything up. Seriously, they, dude, one of them probably grew to be like, what? They suck trash on the bottom. Of, like, that's <laughs> right. the, the, what, are you going to put them in a, in a, in a tube of poop? <laughs> There's, been a, there's probably like 10-foot placostomus down in the bottom of fucking... Easily. Damn, that rules. There's probably a 25-footer in the Ohio River. We should go wrangle him and film it for True TV. Yeah, and then send it to Planet Earth. Eat it. Call it Planet Cincy. Yeah, let's do it. Let's go to the Sioux. Man, the boys are getting ready to be famous with ideas like this and mm-hmm. this podcast with our listenership. We love you guys. Yeah, Good, the reads. Thanks, thanks for staying. We appreciate it. Yeah. Here's the one thing I really want to do. Is I've been playing this in the car with Ricky and whoever else is with us on the road. Um, Mary Fudge Kill, because you can't say fuck. Yeah. Probably just for the name of a podcast. Yeah. And you have a list, and it, or it's just short for YouTube, and you have a list. But it's not like people. It's like serial mascots or cartoon characters. Yeah, there you go. And so then it's non-threatening. And then the thing that makes it the most fun is when you say you kill somebody, you have to describe how you're going to do it. Yeah. Just a little twist. Yeah. 
Mary Fudge Kill. Mary Fudge and Kill. Yeah. That's dope. Thank you. Do it, man. Get, hit me with a Mary Fudge Kill right now. Mary Fudge Kill. Oh, this one's uh, this one's fun. Snap, Crackle, Pop. Snap, Crackle, and Pop. Yeah. I wish I could recall what their... Fi- okay, you're going to pull up a visual aid? Of course. If need be, we have to. Fudge, Mary, Kill. Snap, Crackle, and Pop. Yeah. And now I'm talking about the new... Have you seen the new ones? No, I haven't. I haven't seen the reboots. The reboots... I don't know. If I'm just going with names only, I would probably... Snap, Crackle, Pop. Okay. Snap, for you listeners who don't know the Rice Krispies mascots off the top of your head, uh, Snap is, is the one wearing yellow. Okay. Crackle is in blue, and Pop is in red. I would probably marry Snap. Okay. I love a redhead. It's cute. Uh, my brother's a redhead. My grandma, I've got a tattoo of a redheaded woman. My nana is on my forehead. I love a redhead. My uncle, so many redheaded people I trust and, and you, love. And you made it out alive. Yeah, and I made it out My wife's blonde a redhead. and bald. Uh, the first lady of the podcast, Alicia Galena DeVore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, so I would marry Snap. And I would um, fuck pop. Dude. Fudge pop. I would fudge pop. You'd fudge pop. I would fudge pop just so I could kill Crackle because he has blonde hair and blue eyes, and that's what I have. And, there, you know, there's already too many of us. Too much. Yeah, so that's my final answer. When it comes down to snap, crackle, pop, I would marry snap. I would kill Crackle, and I would... Make sweet, sweet, fudgy love to pop. <laughs> How are you killing Crackle? Drown him in milk. There, see? That's yeah, great. Drown him in milk. It's also a great improv exercise. Very poetic. We are we are on point. Yeah, I like that. I'm marrying Snap. I'm fudging Pop. And Crackle. Crackle gets killed. Crackle's done. As a blonde-haired, blue-eyed man, fuck no. blonde-haired, blue-eyed guys. Too many of you here. All you right? got too much going for you. No, I don't You're like just it. just part of the fucking Aryan, right? Like, you can't just nope. be... You can't be in the group that Hitler wanted to, like, <laughs> be exactly. the world-dominant majority. No. And just, you know, not feel some guilt. Yeah. Yeah, you got to kill as many of those people as possible. Yeah, drowning them in milk is pretty I already have great. guilt for being blonde-haired and blue-eyed. I'm fucking bald. Yeah. <laughs> you think I lost my hair? I didn't. This no. is on purpose. You know how I'm going to kill him? I'm going to strap him to a chair that he, so he can't move, never feed him, never give him anything, and only put on Crackle. Ooh, there it is. And so he has to watch everything on Crackle, eyes open like in Clockwork Orange, so he can't close them. He just has to watch Crackle no matter what. Whole time. Crackle videos. Crackle. That, you're a sick man, Billy DeVore. Thank you. Will. <laughs> Fucking Will, Will is so horseshit. It was so gross. It was like, <coughs> I was 21, 22, and then... Uh, what made me go just stick with Billy is I was going in between, and this was when I was doing a lot of Rob Wilfong shows, and he would book me. He would book me all the time because, you know, he likes. He's me. a good man. He booked me all the time early on too. He rules. He gives so many people their start. Seamer, like, yeah. for, like he would be like, "All right, you're going out there. You're doing 20." He's like, "I've only been doing this six months." He's like, "Figure it out." Yeah. Um, he uh, he looked at me and went, "Now, now listen, kid. I like you." Pick a name and stick with it. I'm tired of changing on posters. Yeah. I'm over it. So there are posters out there somewhere and on a hard drive that exist that say Will DeVore? Correct. That's wild. Yeah. Who knew? Well, I remember like 12 people. When I, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I was just 12 people in Latonia. 
They used uh, to go to Mahogany's. Yeah, Mahogany's. Speaking of the table, I did Mahogany's a couple times. That room was fun, man. Yeah, it was. I did when I hosted it, and it was awesome. It would be that was where Shel- Mike Shelton, Zach Hale, and I would hang out, or as some might know Zach Hale as is uh, Wade Miley. Oh yeah, there. God, yeah, I see that. It's spot on. They both look like. If a worm fucked a pit bull. When I was uh, went into sixth grade from elementary school to middle school, I tried to get people to start calling me Mike. Your middle name? Yeah. My uh, my name is Lee Michael Kimbrell. Right. And I just wanted to change it up. And I started, you know, it lasted for like 10 days and all my friends were just like, fuck you, your name is Lee. Yeah, Leon. But, you know, the Webster's, Kimbrell's, Mike's, there's some great Mike's out there. Tons of great Some mics. Some great mics. Mike Lorenzen. Yeah. I just watched that video that you sent me, by the way. Wasn't it great? It was great. He's very wholesome. You know, I'll be honest, you know, Bible study, whatever. Creepy. Whatever. Be devoted, I but guess. But he's reading it with his wife. It's just another form of discipline. He's incredibly disciplined. I'm glad he's on our team. Me too. Yeah, I'm glad he's on our team. He it's- better hit that hundred. The way yeah. that he's been working out, yeah, he should. Wasn't that crazy? He's crazy yoked, dude. Dude, that- he's so he doesn't. He doesn't even look like a baseball player. No, he looks like he should be in the octagon. Yeah, it's wild. He looks like a mixed martial artist. He is so fucking jacked right now. Speaking of mixed martial arts, did you realize that in one fight, uh, Floyd, in one fight for Floyd Mayweather, he made more money than all of the UFC fighters combined? Are you serious? Yeah. Because I had that meeting today, and I'll talk about it. I met with Aaron Pryor Jr., and that was super cool. And he was the sweetest, nicest dude. We had a great great conversation, and we were talking about boxing, because he's going out to the Fury fight. He's flying oh, to Vegas. sick. He's flying to Vegas tomorrow. Fury Wilder, man. That's going to be I nuts. would love to pirate that somewhere. Well, I think we can make that happen. Yeah. Is it sa- it's Saturday, right? Yeah. We should make that. I can make that We could that watch happen. it at the club, probably. We watch all the UFCs. Well, I could stream it from my laptop. There's an HDMI. Throw it on the TV. TV. Let's have a Saturday, man. That would be so fun. I have no. I'm not booked. Me either. Let's hang. Let's do it. Okay. Holmes, it's Holmes's birthday, if so we're. Li- oh yeah, that's right. So we're doing the boys' brunch, and then he's like, "I'm down to do whatever." Yeah. And he wants whatever he wants to do, and I bet we could easily convince him to move it here and have a bunch of people over because I'm having people over Friday night because we're doing the hub. Yeah. And then. Last time, Jeremy and Leeds came and hung out, and we had a great time. Yeah. I invited Mark Rouse, because I like that dude. Yeah, that's good. And I was like, why don't you come hang out, too? And we'll just have a little party here Friday, have a little party here Saturday. What time is Holmes thing again on Saturday? It's at 11. Okay, In the morning. We're doing Sugar and Spice. Perfect, yeah. Which I called that. I was like, I'm going to cheat. Well, I'm cheating now with one beer, but I was like, I'm cheating for those pancakes. Yeah, yeah, hell yeah. I can't wait. But, uh, yeah, we can do that. But... He was just talking about, like, I was like, do you ever feel threatened being a professional boxer? Like, do you ever feel threatened about with UFC and how popular it is? And with boxing, he goes, no, people will always go back to boxing. There's too much money in boxing for it to fail. It's crazy how much money it is. And he threw that stat out. And I was like, holy shit. That's crazy money. That's a ton of money. Yeah. I mean, they're probably walking away. He said probably between 25 to 50 million each, depending on, on pay-per-view sales. That's insane to me. Give a little background on Aaron Pryor why I take a pee. Go pee. So Aaron Pryor Jr. is the son of Aaron Pryor. Uh, Aaron Pryor was the Hawk. Uh, one of the best boxers to ever come out of Cincinnati. It's basically him and Ezard Charles. Uh, Ezard Charles, the, the Cincinnati Cobra, just bananas, insane. Considered one of the top five boxers of all time. 
And Aaron Pryor was on a list where he was sixth. He had a run where he won the middle welterweight belt twice and defended it three times maybe and then lost and won again. I don't exactly remember. But he was a monster. I mean, he just beat the shit out of people. And he was supposed to fight uh, Sugar Ray Leonard, but the and a month before the fight, it got called off because he had a detached retina and was afraid that he was going to lose sight. So, and what was so crazy is that he in the Wikipedia article, Sugar Ray, he when he when he found out about that news about Sugar Ray Leonard, he pulled over the car and cried because he wanted that fight so bad. I don't blame him. Sugar Ray is one of the best of all time. Imagine two fighters basically near their peak in their class and the class of their class and just going at it. I think it would have been pretty amazing. I, I think that would have been something to watch, but he fell on some hard times and then tried to come back and he was never the same, but uh, he recently passed away and his, his son's like, I want to honor him. And his son's also a professional boxer. And so we're going to find a way to do that at Cincy Shirts. So pretty excited. You nailed it. How crazy is that about Sugar Ray Leonard, though? Yeah, right? very. Uh, yeah, I heard that while I was in there taking a pee. That's fucking badass. Right. I mean, kind of heartbreaking just because it didn't work out the way that it should have. But but live the guy lived here the whole time. And then he he you know his son grew up to be an impressive yeah. person who is like spreading the good word and I don't yeah. know ends up being a good tale. Yeah, it's pretty so cool. Crazy. Cincinnati so- boxing is pretty prolific. Yeah, dude. Here's what I found out: Ezra Charles, Adrian Broner. Do we have to talk about Adrian Broder? That guy's a turd. He's a fucking turd of a man, but he's a boxer very, very who made it boxer. out of Cincinnati. That he is had a true. couple world title bouts. Guess who Aaron Pryor's manager was? Who? Who got him into the profession? Who managed him into the professionals and gave him the backing money? Who? Buddy LaRosa. No shit. How fucking cool See, is that? See, that's cool. That's so Cincinnati. That's every, dude, that's badass. Everyone has everyone's back here. Like that's why I love this city yeah, so much. Yeah, it's a cool town. When man. they're behind you, they're behind you and they love you. It's a cool fucking town. And when they hate you, they fucking hate you. Yeah. I.e. look at Pete Rose and Johnny Bench like we've talked about this a million times, but it's just wild, man. But um but that fight on Saturday is going to be bonkers. Yeah, let's hang. Let's do it. Let's watch it. Let's do it up the, on that that second floor, baby. Hell yeah, Kick dog. Back. Let's do it. We'll hang How's out. Your, and dude, last weekend, so what? You were you were where in Indianapolis or where in Indian on uh, Indiana on Saturday? I went to Brazil, Indiana. Oh, was it just as exotic? It was quite exotic. It was at an Elks Lodge. Those Elks, can rule. Elks Lodge number seven sixty two. It was a. Uh, it was great, man. It's a tiny little town pretty impressed by the town like it was clean and it was cute like there was right. like ma- downtown in quotes sure was like charming and there were plenty of bars and restaurants and there were folks walking around right and then the Elks Lodge I mean they sold they sold like 150 tickets just like a bunch of big round tables all filled yep. out the whole fucking town came out everyone that was a member of the lodge came out you know average demographic was in there probably what let me guess uh, late forties, <coughs> or and their old, your oldest was probably what late seventies, early eighties. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Yep. I would say that the mean age there was like fifty three. Yep. And when you took it, but because then there were like the young rowdy table, two or three tables of young people that were like you know mid thirties, 
youngish bunch of buckets of beer they were carrying on. They were just some some Brazil heads. Yeah. <laughs> but it was great, man. It was super fun. I mean, it is what it is. You go up, it's not like perfectly ideal. No. Some shock jock radio jockey did three minutes before me. Yeah. Where he just plugged a bunch of stuff. Well. And like, and then brought me up as Lee Kindred. That's who you are. You and are a kindred spirit. Like to nothing. So I had to spend my first two minutes of the show like getting these people on board that a comedy show was about to start happening. Yep. A lot of give it up for this, a lot of give it up for that, a lot of canned crowd work. Like yeah. a lot of fun. Like I honestly loved it, man. I love nothing yeah. more than just like. I mean, it, and I was sitting there talking with the booker when I got called up on stage because yeah. this dude was supposed to do like five and he did three. So he said Lee Kindred. And I had to run like 50 feet to get on stage. And I go up there. And then, dude, you're just sitting there with a mic in your hand in front of 150 fucking people. Yeah. And showtime, baby. Were the lights, I love it. Were the lights up in the showroom or was it actually dark? The lighting was actually pretty decent. That's good. That the, makes a the huge lighting difference. Was, yeah, the, it makes all the difference in the world. The lighting was actually pretty decent. The sound was phenomenal. It was a top-notch show, man. They ran it well. Good. The, the money was good. Yeah. And... It was run well, like bar upstairs, bar downstairs, merch downstairs. It Perfect. Was, it was great. Like they ran it well. That's like what I've been doing with Ricky. It's yeah. those type of shows, and that's the mean in the audience. That's why I guess it. I'm like, because you know, we would go, you know, somewhere in Illinois, somewhere in Indiana, like Wisconsin, like all that stuff. It's all that. Yeah. And I think that is what's going to train you the most. More like club stuff. You just go up there and rip. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And this stuff, it's a little trickier because they're looking at you. You, you, but also at the same time, they can also they can be real hot. Yeah, they can be a hot crowd because they are. They have marked this on their calendar. There is a there is a comedy show coming to my town, and they treat you like rock stars after that show. Yeah, because they're so thankful that you came and that you so came true. to them, and that's so cool. So that I, is, that really is it. Like when you show up, they're they're thankful that you're there. It's the best. They're appreciative. It's like the best feeling in the they, world. They were great, man. It is. It's fun. It makes it feel like what you're doing kind of get matters at all. Because it does. Because they see these people on TV, on their Netflix or HBO, and they're like, wow, okay, watching on their couch. But then they actually get to experience it live right down the street it's from where they live. a normal motherfucker, no credits. No, just a guy who's been just working on his craft. Who can relate a lot more to them than they would suspect. Correct. You know? Because you're there, you... We're going through the same shit. Like, there's, I'm not bashing like the big, big dogs, but a lot of them aren't going through the same shit anymore. Oh yeah, it's not relatable. No, it's like, not that's relatable. What, that's why it took so long for Eddie Murphy to come back and do stand up because he's just like, I don't know what to talk about. I have a bowling alley in my house. Well, a perfect example in a different field of art is Andre 3000. I just watched this interview with him, and he said that he hasn't released music in a long time, and he doesn't plan to because. He doesn't have anything to fucking say. His life rules. No. He's like he. He's like most. He's like all of the art that he had came from like struggle. All of those songs came from struggle and scrapping and drive and like desire to get to the top. Yep. And he's just sitting on the top of the fucking mountain with a pile full of money and he's just completely content. Yep. Like the music would. It needs to come from somewhere. The art needs to come from somewhere. So yeah, I mean, it's cool to just like I don't know. I hope for big things, and I expect big things to happen in my career, but I'm fully aware that no matter what happens, like, this is the best time of it. We're this is the most fun. fun. We're I having fun. I get to fun. see you every week, a yeah. couple times a week. Yeah. I fuck around with my friends all day. I write jokes. 
I tell jokes at night. I make enough money to keep my bills paid. It's fun. Yeah. It's fun. I'm in my 20s still. I know I'm, like, getting old, but, like, we're in our 20s, motherfucker. Right. This we're is, doing it, dude. This is like, it. We're the thing of it. It is the most... And then you get to a point where you're headlining, right? Mm-hmm. You're by yourself every weekend. Yep. And you have to meet new people. Like, oh, here's Where are your open. buddies? Who knows where your buddies are? Here's your buddy, your feature. Yeah, and you hope to God that he's funny and a decent person. Right. It's hard to find that balance. I know, man. So it's like right now, I don't know. I'm just, every show, every open mic, every really day, not to get too hokey, I'm just trying to be like very appreciative of my life right now. Yeah. I've never been happier. I've never been happier. Dude, shit rules right now. Yeah. There's, I mean, because, you know... The scene here is fun. Everyone is supportive. It, there, there, there isn't a like a turd running yeah. around screwing things up for everybody. There isn't someone who's like being vindictive or any of that type of stuff. Is there shit talking? Yeah, of course. There's shit talking everywhere. Mass shit talking. But it's we all genuinely like each other, yeah. and there's a core of us that love each other. Yeah, and. It's fucking fun, like, to get off of from a long day of work and go walk into a mic and just be like, here are my friends. And <laughs> You just know at the very least, like, oh, God, that's exactly it, man. And the then community of it all is just so fun. Yeah, and then you get done, and then you talk about those jokes, and then you're like, okay, I can fix that. And then you bullshit. Yeah. With your fucking friends. Yeah. And that, when, and now, like, you know, we've been doing it long enough. It's nice to see friends when they come in from out of town. That you genuinely love and see what new jokes they have, or see what no jokes they don't have, and judge the fuck out, out of them. them, or just give them a big hug and just bullshit and be like, "I'm so glad to goddamn see you." Be so happy to see somebody. Yeah, the community of it is really something else, man. Like, I don't know where I would be without the hub every Monday. Yeah, it gives me so much purpose. It's great. It gives me so much purpose. And they, and not only, and then they just support everything that we do there. Yeah, dude, they're the best. Browning Third and Heading for Home is much later on, but Billy and I, Billy, Neon Cat, baby. Just me too, no Kelly. Tomorrow. Boom. That's right, just the boys, baby. Boys, boys night. night, boys party. I think we have one lady on the show too, so. Who is it? Carrie C. Oh, yeah. Just because Jeremy's headlining, so mm-hmm. I was like, I was like, tell Carrie she can come and do a spot. Why yeah, not? Fucking A, that's a good move. Why not? It's a good it. move, good call. It's going to be a fun show. I'm so excited for tomorrow. I got a crazy dirt, like day, but then after that, it's going to be so much fun. I can't wait. Um, but you know, it's just like what you said about community and culture. That translates to the clubhouse. That's. I mean, that's that's what the Reds have done this off season with bringing in Allens and DJ and growing the pitching staff, and especially bringing in uh, Kyle Bodie. For the minors, yeah, because then they're building that culture that stretches through the entire the organization. Thing, whether you're 19 in a low single A situation yeah. or you're a triple A in Louisville, and what Bauer has done with momentum and yeah. watching your Reds keep popping up, and even with like Clevenger coming on and talking stuff, like he's still bringing those guys in, but that also creates a culture, yeah, that makes those guys not just. I don't think it's like a try hard thing, but it's more of like, oh, Bauer wants me on. How fuck yeah, this sure. is cool. Yeah, I mean like. With the Reds bringing back Dietrich, no, uh, that was because I thought this thing is like a like a performance move. It's a culture move. It's a culture move because him Bauer and Dietrich were buds because they were so opposite. Yeah, 
You know, like Bauer, I don't care about my appearance. I just want to pitch. But I love the game. Same in goal. Same in goal. Win a World, World Series. But like Dietrich's like, I know where to go for dinner that night. We're going to book it. We're on it. I'm looking fly. I look great. I smell good. Let's go. You yeah, know? exactly. So and then when those two get He's together. He's Jim Tan Laundry. Right. And, and Bauer, then Bauer is a fucking. Drones, video game, scratch your nuts. Scruffy, exactly. Yeah. He's a fucking nerd with he's an a, arm. He's a nerd with a cannon. Yeah, exactly. And I love him who's for that. The mo- who's not just a nerd, but a fucking baseball nerd yeah. to the nth degree. <coughs> so it's just cool to see that that culture is expanding. And it's even expanding more with. C Trent put out a great article about Shogo. And it's it was so fantastic on giving us it's getting me so fucking stoked for Shogo Mania, dude. Dude, C-Trent starts the article by saying Shogo's biggest fear was knowing who he was going to play catch with. Just like every little leaguer, who wants to catch player. with me? He's a baseball player. Who's am I going to be not picked to play catch with? Right. Who's going to do he's it? He's just playing ball. Take a guess who he caught with. Joey. No. Who? Come on, keep guessing. Okay. On our current roster, who did Shogo catch with? Out of the 40 man, who did Shogo play catch with? Oh, man. I'll give you a hint. Give me a hint. Two seasons ago, he hit over 30 home runs for the Cincinnati Reds. And now he's in the minors. Shebby? Yeah. He played with Shebler. How cool is that? Another left handed outfielder. Mm hmm. Damn. Just tossing the ball around. Shebler. So cool. Two and, lefties. And Shebler hit over 30 bombs two seasons ago. <laughs> now? That just blew my mind. Yeah, now he's in the minors. Here's what's crazy. What's crazy cool, too, is like Joey has been greeting Shogo with good morning in Japanese. Yeah. Lorenzo went over with his glove, and he was just like, show him and it had Japanese writing on it. And then uh, Jeff Pickler, the outfielding coach, was just like, he said, uh, good work, good hustle, thank you. In Japanese? Yeah. Something along those lines, yeah. And you How know, cool is that? That's and you like, know all those guys are just going to pick up more phrases, mm-hmm. and Shogo will pick up a couple phrases. There is something about like having to break down like a full-blown language and cultural barrier mm-hmm. that if you got the right guys in the locker room, that's just going to pull you even tighter together. And you do. Yes, exactly. You and do. It, yeah, and it, yeah, and it will. Like everyone with the same jersey on their body, you have a kinship with them. That's my yep. guy. You can't talk shit about him. I'll talk shit about him. But you know yep. what I'm saying. So now, especially you got a guy who's coming to a new continent. Yeah. Different hemisphere. Whole other. You got league. his fucking back, and I think that there are a bunch of guys on this team who are just like good dudes who will have his back. Yeah. You know they'll just have his back, and they all want to win. And. You know, think about the pressure that that takes off of Shogo. Right. Let him just play ball. Yeah. All he's got to worry about is figuring out like a couple, couple, just like, I love the, it just gets me fucking, it gives me chill bumps thinking about the camaraderie that is built between a bunch of guys who can't speak the same language, but are reaching the same end goal. Exactly. Like, that is beautiful. Yeah, and want to be the best. That is like, you throw that into the equation of the talent and the momentum that we have as as a team, and, like, it could really play out into something special, man. Doesn't that kind of make you think about how crazy it was starting this podcast where we were? We started about the same time three years ago. Yeah. And talking about where the Reds would be. How 
crazy it is to go from Tim Adelman was our opening day st- or Homer Bailey was our opening day starting pitcher to to what we, we have, have right now, now. I culture mean, culture starting rotation and now an outfield problem that's I mean, crowded. Tip of the cap to Crawl and Williams, one hundred percent. All these guys. I mean, they like they came together, and depending on how this season pans out, you're looking at like. I mean, you're looking at like a masterful job. Yeah, and right now it's masterful. Like the what our roster is right now compared to 24 months ago. Yeah, and the outlook on everything. I mean, it's crazy. It's like you know when you're in a rebuild, you think two years. Right. But in the back of your head, you're like, now. Five years. Now. Yeah. You know, like, if a rebuild doesn't go well, then and it was you're looking fucked like it. for like half a decade, longer. Yeah. I mean, look at some teams in the, I mean, it's like you're in this constant rebuild. If you whiff on a rebuild, that yeah. takes two years. Minimum. That means that you just bombed for two years at a minimum, and now you're going to bomb for two more years. You're bad for a fucking minute. Hot, hot minute, and that, and we were on, we were back up against the ropes, dude. We were looking down the barrel of like another really bad half decade of baseball. Yeah, and and it's just not that anymore, man. Thank God. I mean, it's just not that anymore. No, it's not. It, like, yeah, it's it's hugely exciting. Go ahead and get you one, baby. I don't know. Yeah, dude, I love thinking about the progress of just the Reds team and how that correlates to me and you and doing this podcast. Like, when we first started off, it was just, like, the concept, and it was a joke podcast, and we wrote Burns, and uh, honestly, I look forward to a couple times next season dicking around and writing a couple jokes and throwing it back and just, and you know, writing some roast jokes and going back to the original roots of the new Nasty Boys. But now, we're covering a team that is relevant Good. and serious and could, and it's like a, it's like an actual World Series contender. So we've got some fucking baseball to talk about right now, and I just love the fact that this is our lives now. It's so great. Like, we're both in a better spot in our lives and careers, and and now our team is good. Yeah. Like, it's, it. I mean, Cincinnati, man, the sun is about to fucking shine down on this town, baby. Yeah, it is. I'm so pumped. Have you had this before, Old Forester Rye? I haven't. Okay. You giving me the honorary first sip? Of course. God, you're such a king. What is this? Old Forester Rye. So, Pater was like we were at libs a couple nights ago and he was just like stop drinking basil hayden you're paying too much drink this it's five bucks a pour how good is that wow yeah that bottle was 30 bucks that's crazy for a for a fifth that is really good when you can pay crazy amounts for a high end like not that is really good that does taste yeah that's basil hayden in uh so in essence yeah it's just a younger mash. Yeah, got a little smoke on the end. It's nice. It's good. So last night we had a we had a few. I had a few. I had one probably one too many, but I was I was playing around with the top shelf. Yeah, you were. Was, you were you were sipping tasty stuff. And then when I walked in, I did a gig up in Columbus last night. Walked into the Bell and the Bear because we met me and my friends met at uh, the other comics. We met at the club and drove up to Columbus. Walked into the Bell and the Bear to take a pee. Ended up staying 90 minutes talking with Billy and John and Jeremy. Um, you were drinking Top Shelf bourbon. Yeah. But you know what else was getting passed around that table a lot? PBR coffee. Dude. The P- hard coffee. PBR released a hard coffee. It tastes like a yoo It tastes like a yoo and it's 5%. 
And you he, drink three of those puppies and you're fucking looking up giggling. You're a lot. It's wild. Here's the crazy part. I looked it up because now I'm carb conscious. Yes, bitch. 14 grams of carbs in one can. Do you know how many I eat a day now? How many? Like 20. That's crazy. That's your whole serving. Yeah, that's like my day. Bourbon. None. Nary a carb. Nary. Nary a carb. Am I counting calories? No. Am I counting carbs? Yes. So, but in that, like I'm eating less, so which means on without even thinking about it, I'm uh, I'm uh, doing that. I'm 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 eating less calories. So, but and eating good, baby. Still eating good. Eating All good. natural ingredients over here in your big open concept kitchen on your Oof. new table. God, I'm horny. I'm telling you, man, you're fucking ah. Sexy man. You're sexier in our team right now, and that's sexy. Yeah. Do you know what I want when it gets just a little bit warmer? What? I just want bourbon and a cigar on my patio. I love cigars. That's like my jam. Can't wait. I'll take a couple drags off of your cigar. Cigar? Because I, I love my little my little vape here, but the strawberry brain freeze, you take a hit of it, and then you're like, well, I'm going to go to my smoky bourbon. It's weird. Yeah, yeah no, for sure. I had some, fix. the other night I ate some, I just had like a night to myself, went and ba- bought a bag of like pretty decent Dove chocolate. Dove's, Dove is solid. It's it's solid. Like, For there, like a grocery store. There grab. are better chocolates out there, but it's like top shelf Speedway candy. It's like when you, it's like what I would consider the Jack Daniels, where it's like, if I'm at a bar and it's the well, that's just the average. Yeah, it's not bad. That's Dove. I've like, Dove and Hershey to me, like a Hershey milk chocolate. Yeah. I think they're kind of on the same well, plane. I'm such a douche. I don't do, I don't drink Jack because it's made in Tennessee. There you go. It's a whiskey. Yeah. I'll have my bourbon. Yeah. Thank you. If I'm going to drink whiskey, it's Jameson and th- those are my people anyway. Right. You know, <laughs> but no, I'm a bourbon boy, but I drank some uh, bourbon and ate some chocolate the other night. How was that? I just sat there and wrote jokes, listened to music and just like sipped bourbon and drank chocolate and just hit a bowl a couple of times. And it was just total self-care. Oh, good night. I felt like such a gentleman. I didn't get drunk. I went to sleep at a decent hour. Isn't that nice? You know, one o'clock. That is a decent hour. Fuck anybody who thinks it's too late. I've been really trying to clean it up. People who go to sleep in the double digits, nerds. 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 I go to sleep at one. I go to sleep at one, sometimes two even during the week. And, you know, get up at eight. Oh, man. I don't know. It's weird. I've just... Do you have to have eight? Do you have to have eight hours of sleep? Absolutely not. Okay. Yeah. What's your okay? What's your window? What is your sleep window? I don't think we've ever talked about this. Like low end. What's your low end? I can function. It's not great. I'll have a coffee, but I might need a Red Bull. Yeah. Well, what's that low? I can have a day at four and a half hours. Okay, that's not bad. I mean, and that and that, and that's if I'm pushing it. Like if that's if I have four and a half hours sleep, that means that I had a really fantastic slash bad night. Yeah. And. A day where I have to do something the next day. You know, that means like mm-hmm. I stay up until 4.30 or 5 and sure. then have to wake up at like 10. Boy, we just heard some commotion outside. Dude, it sounded like someone... It sounded like someone was getting chased down by a pack of dogs. Jesus. Not to be too fucking intense right here, but that's what it sounded like. Okay, so high end. High end where... You're like, I had too much sleep. I'm still groggy. I can't really function. 
what's the hot what's that what's that ceiling where you're like that's too much oh dude i could sleep like too much is like 10 11 hours okay that's that's ridiculous but yeah, i get it yeah you know like yeah i mean i can sleep too much that's after like a long weekend that's like a monday right after a weekend of like great shows and drinking too much Binge and drinking. carrying on yeah or whatever yeah i i won't bet an eye it's i i've slept at 12 or before Got to sleep at four, woken up at fucking evening. Yeah. <laughs> and you're like, fuck. Yeah, yeah. What was that? Last weekend, I had a crazy week. And then, like, I didn't even drink that Friday night. No, yeah, last Friday, I didn't even drink. And I just was so wiped. I fell asleep. And Alicia woke me up. And I was like, thanks for letting me sleep. And I looked at the clock and I was like, you let me sleep 10 hours? She's yeah. like, yeah, you were beat. I was yeah. like, yep, no, that makes sense. I'm just a big believer in... Just kind of listening to your body and letting it do what it needs. Like, I, I I try to cut down on smashing my snooze button. You know, if I got to yeah. get up, I've been doing good at, like, getting up and uh, having two or three hours to, like, run errands and get shit done before work. Yeah. Which is fun. But, like, I don't know. If I don't have anything the next day, I, I, I don't beat myself up about not setting an alarm clock and just sleeping until no. my body wakes me up. No, like, there's nothing wrong with that. My life fucking rules. I don't, yeah. ha- I don't have a schedule. No. <laughs> you know? That's so like, nice. Yeah, and you can show nice. up late. Yeah. Yeah. Ex- oh, God. Yeah. Yeah, you're fine. Yeah. So, yeah, okay. I'm, I'm about that. Just, I'm a snooze boy. I like the snooze because I like drifting back off because then that's when my weird fucking dreams happen. Oh, that's when it really kicks in. When it, you're like, this is weird. As f- Can I tell you really weird when I had this Oh, week? lay it on me. So I went back to my high school for some reason, and our baseball field was on top of a hill. And they replaced this, the, uh, the, the blacktop, and then they just made it a straight up... <laughs> grass wall you had to climb to get to the top of it. <laughs> There's some symbolism in that somewhere. Somewhere where it was like, <laughs> oh, and I just... I just <laughs> the worst part That's is... Great. Worst part is I gave up halfway through, climbed back down, and guess who was at the bottom of that hill? Please tell me. Lizzo. Um, what? Wearing lingerie like she normally does, and then she asked me to come remodel her house. Damn, Bill, I don't even know how to unpack that. I don't either. That is wilder than hell, man. It gets weirder. I remodeled the house with her, and she was in her lingerie wearing, like, the work belt and doing it with me. What? And then we were done. She's like, cool, now we're going to film a music video. And then she kept me out of it. Damn, dude, that is... Wait, you weren't in the video in your dream? After I remodeled the whole mansion. Oh, yeah, dude. Well, then that's the dream meeting, is that, like, you put in all this work and yada, 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 and you work with your heroes, and then you feel like you don't get the credit you deserve. There we go. That's it. We figured it out. (laughs) You're also very sexually attracted to Lizzo. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, which I understand. I get it. You know, stuff did happen in that dream, too. Yeah, of course. With her face. Yeah. And my penis. Yeah, that's fantastic, man. Because she was hungry. He had sex with her eye. Yeah, there it is. Yeah. He had sex with her eye. It was a dream. Big dream. Yeah, you can get away with that <laughs> yeah. shit, man. God, I love that, Bill. Thanks for divulging that information to me. Of course. Me. It was too much. I, I texted Alicia about the whole thing. She's like, what the fuck? It just started laughing really hard. And then I left out the face part. Um, that is the beauty of those short little, like, smack the snooze, go right back into REM sleep for, like, 15 and your yeah. brain is just pumping out crazy the juju, and in in it's like a short enough of a slumber, and then you wake up, and then you like it. Those are the ones you remember. Yeah, 
those are the ones you remember. You don't remember the dream four hours into a nine-hour sleep cycle. No. I wish we did. Because they're probably wild. But your brain is also probably telling you that you don't need to remember this because well, it's too much. Well, that's the whole point. Yeah, I can't right. remember the name of that uh, toxin. Or not toxin, but there's like a chemical that's released in your brain. Oh, is that the same shit that's in DMT? Well, DMT is released in your brain heavily when you're sleeping. But oh, shit, we're becoming Joe Rogan. Yeah, but, yeah. <laughs> but there's another chemical that's released in your brain that keeps you from acting on the dreams that you're having. Yeah. Like there's something that cuts off the nerves that let you physically move your body. Yeah. And the people that are really bad sleepwalkers their brain doesn't produce that chemical well enough. Interesting. So you think you're running away from a herd of zombies. Right. Your brain's not pumping out this compound well enough, Mm -hmm. so you wake up and you're running through your hallway and slam into a wall. Interesting. Isn't that that interesting? Do you ever kind of think this might be a possibility? Like, do you ever have dreams where you're falling or you're flying? Every night. Okay, right. I feel like. I mean, and then you wake up right before you hit the ground? Exactly. Do you think your brain is running out of that chemical and that is is one of those things where your body triggers you to wake up because it doesn't want you to get fuck yourself? Yeah. There's another theory on that. Um, Have you ever, like, have you ever had the dream where not that you fall, but you are... You're just about to fall, or like you're slipping, and you you wake up. And it's not even like a, it's a hard wake up. So here's this, dig this, the science behind that, the evolutionary science behind that, is that uh, it's called the hypnic jerk. And and that is like way behind in our reptile monkey brains. It's like super deep ingrained in our brains. Because when our ancestors used to sleep in trees... And because they wanted to avoid all the predators that were down there on the floor of the jungle. Right. And if you were asleep in a tree, if you were starting to fall, that meant that you were about to fall out of a tree down on the ground and get eaten by a fucking cat or a snake or something. So it would wake you up. Holy shit. It's called the hypnic jerk. That's rad. So it's like, that's just like leftover in our brains where like... We cook some shit up in our head yeah. when we're falling, and then it wakes us up because it's our brains just like, hey, check your surroundings. <laughs> Make sure you're not getting about to get eaten by a saber-toothed tiger because you're a monkey. And <laughs> Sergeant, like, check your shit. And you're like, no, 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 not anymore. It's 2020. I have an Instagram. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I, yeah. I have a podcast. Yeah. But it, that's just like leftover uh, like messages from our old brains. Dude, that's so Isn't crazy. That wild? I love that shit. Dude. That's so This wild. is a good podcast, man. It, it, <laughs> this is a great fucking podcast. This ain't about baseball. Billy, you did a nice segue earlier where you talked about like community and culture, and we talked about the Reds for a minute. Yeah. But, I mean, I don't know what you want us to say. Brock Holt signed with the fucking goddamn Brewers. That God. breaks my fucking heart. Webster's the one who broke me that news. Yeah. That shit ripped my guts out. Now. Who's was- our shortstop, Bill, besides Galvis? Okay, we have two options. Farmer. And Blandino. Now, I'm a Blandino fan, and I'm a Farmer too. fan. I'm but. more of a Blandino fan. If you look, he had a higher average. He had a he has a even in a smaller sample, and even the year before, higher average, higher on base percentage, higher slugging. Like he, he, he just is, strikes me more of a middle infielder too. He's got the body type and the movement. Correct. He's a he's a middle infielder. I don't see Farmer making that turn at short or having the range that Blandino does. You know what's not a good combination? Shortstop slash catcher. No. 
That it's you not. know that's just not you don't see it very often no. because it doesn't really exist. No, no, it doesn't. You know, like it doesn't really exist. Blandino's out, like Blandino and Galvis uh, platooning at shortstop doesn't completely piss me off. Fine, it's, it's fine. fine. But the fact that we let Holt go within the division, and it's a good signing by a team that's been Needs making it. good signings. You know what I'm saying? Like, Correct. The Brewers have made a lot of good calls recently. Yeah. In the last five, six years. And it, yeah. it's made them, it, it's proved, they've had a couple really good teams. Right. And So I, the fact that they made that decision kind of rubs salt in the wound. Well, not too much for me because they But what if they depth. benefit from it? They're they going will. to. That's They're what I'm saying. To. It just sucks. But he just replaces Travis Shaw. That's all that he does. That's that's the move that it does. I mean, it just gives them another guy off the bench. Which is not it was... enough. It's not enough to for me to say that the Reds aren't going to be in first place. Or to no, say in second place. We're going to be in first place, but it, the, the Holt move is something that I wanted enough that the fact that it's going within the division just makes it sting a little bit more. That we're going to have to see Brock Holt 20 times this season. I know. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah, half those games. Maybe. He's just going to be a piece for him. I'm just saying. I, I, I it know. Sucks. It sucks. Watch him torch us this year, is what I'm saying. <clears throat> that would suck. But then it also, it was, it was trans, the, red, the front office has been transparent by saying, we're done. And that's fine. And find someone within the organization. We tr- I trusted him the entire time. And if we're done and we are, I'm thrilled. Fine. Let's fucking start this bitch right. up. Let's do it, and then let's reevaluate after two, mo- two, three months, and see where we need to be for the trade deadline. Yeah, and see what we need to move to get what pieces uh, to help us go on that run to fucking clinch a wild card berth. Yeah, or the division. Yeah, figure that out. And until then, I'm saying, great job, front office, killer job, way to fucking spend the money. Cheerio, a plus. Great job. You deserve a raise. You know who's a big fan of what the front office has done. Joseph Daniel Votto. Mm-hmm. Did you listen to the Jim Day? So good. So good. How about that transition? He was pretty... He was he's so just open. so candid. Yes, exactly. He's just like... I don't know. He's he's He dealt with like anxiety issues early on in his career. With, with his, his father's dad, passing, yeah. And who else knows what else. But who cares? Who cares? But like, not even to tread on that water. I'm just saying like, to see him open up as a human, he's like funny on the field. He gives good interviews. He goes on Jim Day's podcast. He's just an open book. Yeah. Like, he's completely reserved. It's not like he was saying, fuck this, fuck that, and everything. But, like, he's just really coming to his own as a human being. I'm so happy that J.D. Votto is on our fucking team. The best. I couldn't be more excited. I think maybe the the best aspect of this season and the way this offseason has played out is just the fact that Joey's going to have this team to play with. Yeah, and he's, that's what he was excited about. Uh, I'll get to that in one second, but what I wanted to say first was what really blew me away about uh, Joseph Daniel was Jim was like, all right, I guess we're at our time. Rapid goes, no, 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 keep going. Don't worry and about it. It went an hour and a half, and it was just like, yeah, whatever, I'll eat at home. That's fine. Not a big deal. Dog's in the car. I don't care. We're fine. I'm single. And this is this is me not even like, hey, I've got a couple days before I even come close to locking it in and really honing everything in. And I'm admitting, like, this is this is this and is you the know perfect there, time to do this. There wasn't some fucking Word document sent over with questions. No, it was Jim Day. It was just a conversation. Doing a good job. Um, Jim Day is good at what he does. He's very good. He's, I think we need to have Jim Day on this podcast. Yeah, no shit, dude. 
We should talk to Sam and be like, can you talk to Jim Day about coming on ours? Well, we won't even, you know, we'll just... What if he comes on with Sam? Dude. Just like a little icebreaker, just like it adds a little legitimacy. Yeah. If Sam were, you know, and this is, we're just air and business talk right now, but if Sam were to be like, hey, Jim, you want to come do this podcast with me? These cool kids. Knowing that LaCura signed off on it, I bet you Jim would be more likely to do it. Yeah. Man, dude, we've been, we're three years in this game, dude. Come on, we're not bad. Some, I think we're pretty good. I think we, I think we are pretty good at doing this podcast, man. If you, if you think that we are, just give us an iTunes we review. Some people bought them. People bought them. Give us an iTunes review. Just get on iTunes, five stars. Say something nice. Please say "Go Reds" with an exclamation mark. Whatever. I don't know. I just, I just believe in what we're doing. I believe in this team. I think mm. it's going to be a fun summer, dude. The cool thing that Joey talked about was the playoff team the playoff teams he was a part of, and then talking about the signings that they made. He's like, I think this might be the most talented roster we have. Yeah. And the deepest hitters that we have. <clears throat> and saying, it's nice to have hired guns who come in wanting to win, knowing their place, coming in, <coughs> well, well, Yvette, clocking in and clocking out. Yeah. Because Joey was so open about saying, I come in, I do, this is work. I come in. Clock in. I do my thing. The game's over. I grab my shit and I leave. I don't want to hang around. I'm done. I've been here all day. Job. It's a job. Job. And that's how people should look at it. And fans should also accept that, you know, because some people are just like, "Is he working hard enough? Is what's going on? Is he putting in the time? Like, what's going on with with what happened last season?" It's like, no, he's just figuring something out. Like, yeah. he's not not having a good day at work. Yeah. And that happens to everybody. And sometimes you have a bad day, you have a bad week, or you have a bad month at work. Yeah. And your employer goes, well, You have still- a bad three years, four years. Right. And he's four stuck years, Joey, with and it. you show up at the office every day and get your ass kicked. Yeah. And he's stuck. But here's the crazy thing he stuck with it, knowing with the contract, being like, I want to win. I want to win. And they are giving him this opportunity later in his career. Joey's talking about looking on his past playoff teams, talking about the signings that we made. Think about those signings compared to this signing. Think about Castellanos versus Ludwig. That was in the back of my head. Think about think about Akiyama versus Gomes. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like right. no, like it's happening right now. Mm-hmm. It is happening. It, it it is just going down, dude. You could you could have Nick, you know, and knock on the <coughs> It's contagious, <coughs> Jesus. The boys are coughing. <coughs> We're not even smoking. Think about this and knock on this deep, rich, 100% mahogany wooden table that we're doing this podcast on. Castellanos could go out and get a compound fracture on his femur the opening day. Right. And we'd be all right. Like, our guns are wild. You call up up the Punisher. Joey's reminiscing on 2010. Crazy. Think about that roster compared to this roster. Think about the arms. I mean, it, the the only equivalency would be the arms. Because he back then, the- you went fucking Cueto, <coughs> Volquez, Latos, Young Bailey. Like, we were pretty nasty. Right. But but that but that rotation compared to what we got right now? He's, he thinks this one's better, and I agree with him. Every piece of our roster is better than it was back when we lost to Buster Posey in, on a Grand Slam off Matt Latos. Right. You know, like, and this team is, it's the best team we've had in 20 years. Getting so horny. Yeah, it's just thrilling. I'm so. It's about to be warm. 
It's I'm, about to be hot. Dude, it's about to Billy's be summer. Billy's about to be skinny. It's summer. The Reds are about to be so good. How, Fuck. How many times have we talked about it? Fuck. Summer is my season. Fuck, baby. Summer's my favorite. Think about how good this summer's going to be now. You're not going to be all fucking hot and sweaty no, all the I'm, time. No, that's just the way I am. I'm well, a, yeah, but it's going to be significantly French, less. I'm a German French Jew. Significantly I'm just, less. I'm just sweaty. You know it's going to be less. Yes, it will be. And I won't be as uncomfortable. Hopefully yeah. I don't chafe as much. Yeah, no rash or mold or anything. That'd be great. But, dude, I'm just more, I'm beyond excited. I'm beyond, I'm, and, <clears throat> you know what's on Saturday? First game. That's right. And it's televised. Oh, yeah, on MLB Network? Fox Sports. Oh, come on in, FSN, baby. Uh, I have it locked in here on my phone. I screenshot it and saved it. Uh, Oh, boy, we got to talk about that, too. Um, What do you got? Well, after this, it's it's Astros stuff. Um, Because we have talked about it, and it's not going away, and there's no way to not. Oh, I'm sorry. The first televised game, I apologize is uh, Tuesday, February 25th. So Tuesday at 3.10 p.m. Well, I'm working from home that day. No shit there. Fuck yeah. And then the next day against the Mariners. We have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight spring training games being broadcasted. Hell yeah. Dude, how exciting is that? We're going to be able to sit down and actually watch and talk about it. Yeah, baby. Baseball is actually being played. So we have, uh, sorry, I'm looking at there. Yeah, four days until we get to watch. Actual baseball sports being played. Shut up. I'm horny. I'm sweating now thinking about it. I am am perspirating. Yeah, well, that might be the Knob Creek. You don't know. Or Old Old Forester. You know who's sweating bullets? Who? Houston? Rob Manfred. Yeah, all of them. All he of should them. be. He's getting called out by everyone. How do you call the commissioner's trophy just a piece of metal? It's called the commissioner's trophy. And you fucked it up. Call it a piece of metal. Yeah. Turner roasted him. He as he should have. Yeah, he roasted him. Just saying saying calling that the World Series trophy, the trophy named after him, a piece of metal shows that he does not understand the game. Do you hear what uh do you hear what Jonathan LaCroix came out and said today? No. LaCroix came out and said in 18. Oh, LaCroix? Yeah. yeah, yeah. He was playing for the A's. Yeah. He was in Oakland. Oh, I remember. And Oakland, as a team, sent a complaint to Major League Baseball saying, hey, the Astros are cheating. LaCroix said that he knew about the cheating before it happened. Yeah. And that nothing ever came of it until Freeze went to the press. Yeah. And then that's when the investigation started. But, like, imagine that friction that was happening in the AL West against the A's and the Strohs. They knew they were cheating and nothing was happening. Defending World Series champions. Yep. And saying this is still happening. Yeah, he just came out and was like, yeah, this has been happening for a minute. We suspected him in 2017, 2018. We fucking caught him. Think about sitting down and watching a 10-10 game our time. Angels, Astros. I don't think I'm going to miss one. As much as this is a black eye on the game, I think it helps it That's so much. That's what we were talking about, dude. It it's helps like, it so much. I mean, all this shit talk. You got Correa telling Bellinger to shut the fuck up. You got Bellinger clapping back with, I'm going to hit a line drive right at his fucking face. face. I mean, 
you got every big player across the board. LeBron James said something about it the other day. And when you have Mike Trout come out and say... Because Trout doesn't say shit. He says nothing. He is the Boy Scout. He got Scout. forced into saying it. And he said, if I knew what was coming, boy, it'd be a lot of fun. But he said, I lost... Re-. But the big thing about that, the big takeaway is I lost a, re- a, res- a lot of respect for those guys. I'm not going to view them the same way. And it's a really big disappointment. How great is that? Just him being so precise with his words... Just like he is at the plate and just cutting him down at the knees. Yeah. But what was what really blew my mind was the commissioner backtracking what he said about the and trophy. And apologizing. He apologized. Admitting he that he was wrong. In the wrong and out of touch completely. It wasn't that he was being a big old <coughs> he was being a bitch about it. He, was he being said a big old I've pussy. had a long day, I've had a long amount of time with this stuff and it's really taxing. And I had a long interview. I'm like Shut the fuck up. You're the commissioner of baseball. You got this job. Get it right. And he's not getting it right. We're allowed to say that. Normal human beings are allowed to... And and dude, I I, I have empathy for every human. It's hard to be a human, right? Sure. But if you're the commissioner of Major League Baseball... Right now. This is the hardest that the commissioner has ever had to work. You don't get to have publicly bad days. I'm sorry. No. You don't. You don't get to have a rough one and, and misspeak. You need to be on your fucking shit, Manfred. Yep. World Series champions, best team of the last five years, mm-hmm. cheated hard. Yes. Hard, dude. Yeah. And I mean, I under like who know. I mean, with all of the money, you you talking about the Astros? Just like almost every other team in Major League Baseball is valued at over a billion dollars. Yeah, well, it's a Kansas, gigantic entity. Houston's like in the top five biggest cities in the country. Kansas City sold for what nine hundred million dollars, and that's the Royals, dude. Yeah, where their their merch is down in the dumps. Who's there? Who is who? Who is there that you're like looking forward to watch play? Whit Merrifield and Hol, uh, Jorge Solar. That's it. Uh, well, <clears throat> uh, and then um, the catcher, Jesus Christ, uh, he was out last year with a torn Tommy John. Um, he was with them for the World Series run, and he was with a guy they kept yeah, on the plate. Yeah, big, big, huge. Yeah, yeah, I can't remember him. Fuck, I have him on my bench in my dynasty well, league. Well, pull it up, but I don't know. It was really telling to me. I was watching a little MLB Network uh, the other night at a bar, and when, here's this. Not to sound like a total dad right now, but they – who is it? When you type in Kansas City, the top three on Google aren't even – Baseball. It's not, it's not even the Royals. It goes Chiefs, weather, Missouri. Yeah. The weather beat out the Royals. Yeah, that's bad. Um, I, I was sitting there watching. They were cutting in on Houston. Salvador Perez. There you go. Uh, they were cutting in on Houston's spring training. Mm-hmm. See a bunch of dads on the sidelines holding their young kids, t-ball players, little yeah. league players. Yeah. What are they telling their kids? Fuck, that's also you know, what's like, tough. I'm not even trying to be too like melodramatic about it, but what are you telling your kids? Think about the conversation that you got to have if you're a little league coach in Houston right now. Think about what it did to the game. Oh, Altuve was people's hero. Yeah, hero. Yeah, no, you're absolutely right. Like, I, it's just such a black, black fucking eye, dude. It's such a black eye. Hey, son. Don't cheat. 
But, but also, you do, here's your brand new Altuve jersey. But if you do, don't get caught. And if you do, make sure you have a strong enough players union behind you yeah. where you don't actually have to get punished by the guy, by the person in charge. Give it up for our shortstop but, cleanup hitter, Carlos Correa, who got called out for cheating and then did everything wrong. Yeah. Like, I just, it's it's a hard pill to swallow down there in Houston, man. I don't even, I mean, opening day, it'll be sold out. Imagine the conflict, dude. You know, that like, baseball attracts not many people, but the people that it does attract, they, they love the game. They, like, they're loyalists to the game. They You know, people mm-hmm. like the tradition of baseball. Man, if I just I just think about if uh, the Reds went on a run like the Strohs did, and then this came this story came out about the Reds, the conflict that I would have, it'd be tough. It'd be hard to have this podcast. No, one hundred percent. It'd be hard to do this podcast every week, going out there and fucking beating the drum for a team that like did the wrong thing. It is harder for those fans to wear that gear than even the Yankees fans right imagine, now. Imagine, dude. The like, of course, imagine the strife that that whole fan base is going through, and you're 100 percent right. I do feel for the fans, and they sh- overall. I mean, like we talked about it, they were a team of destiny in 2017. They had the hurricane happen. They traded for Verlander. Like it's part were, of the reason why they rationalized doing it. Probably we were all rooting for them. Yeah, I loved the Strohs. Loved Altuve. Saw him play for the Lexington Legends. Yeah, he was a guy. He was like five foot two back then. Right, and it just sucks. But overall, I do think it's going to make people watch more games. Exactly, and that was what started the conversation that we just had. Is that ultimately it gives baseball a heel, and that's what and it, it gets people talking. And I hope that I hope that there has to be a league wide mandate. Where people, where like the serious fines are thrown down, where someone gets pegged for the Strohs every fucking game for the first seventy games, and that's where I was going to go next. Did you see that they've issued saying like, don't oh, throw at them? Oh, did they really even say that? Yeah, so maybe that you know you see it's A's Astros. They're starting with warnings. Yeah, but here's your conundrum. Oh, also Vegas released the odds. It's 186 to one. No, 186 thrown at. Oh, really? Is the over-under. In a season. Correct. And I thought, like, I was saying, like, that's, when I even said that's last That's over week, one a game. That's what I was saying, like, with last week when I said, like, I was thinking 160 would be the over-under, and then we went super low. How wild is that? 186. And Vegas odds don't miss very often. It's not like, the, me, it's not like Vegas said 186 and it's going to end up being 130. Let me double check this. Can I have a sip of your burp? Yeah, it's really good. Yeah, it's so good. Bash. Bash. Here we go. What was it? Oh, sorry. I'm, I'm wrong. Uh, the over-under is 83.5. I was wrong. Sorry. 83.5. That's <clears throat> still more than half the season. I'm taking the over. Yes, sir. I'm taking the over because they still have to play. They have to play the Yankees. They have to play the A's. They have to play the Angels. I mean, they have to play... You think about they have to play the Indians. Yeah. Think about the top teams that have like been fighting for playoff spots. Yeah. That are just like fuck you. Even when you have Nick Markakis come out and say those people need a beating. Yeah. How and that guy is also another Boy Scout who has been nothing but consistent. His and clutch. entire career, he has just showed up and batted two eighty five. Try three hundred. Yeah, yeah and, and never said anything. Nothing. 
Name me another Marcakis quote. Right, Everyone's was, coming out of the fucking he, woodwork. The man. other Marcakis quote is like, I was bummed when the Orioles let me go, and I felt, I felt they undervalued me. Yeah. That's it. It's about as spicy as he gets. And yeah. then he said that everyone in the Astros should get their ass kicked. Would you, I liked Giancarlo Stanton. He hit 59 home runs in 2017. Right. And they asked him about it, and he was like, I did hit 80. I would have hit 80 home runs. And you know what? He's right. Yeah. Of course he's fucking right. He was on all season enough to hit 59 dingers yeah. with fucking drug tests every other week to yep. that guy. And if he had known what was... He would have hit 80. He right. might have hit 100. Yeah. He hit 59 not cheating. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, like, Being a good person. Not cheating. Like, he could have hit 100 fucking home runs. God. I also think it's crazy with the Correa stuff going after Bellinger, like you talked about with the clapping, and then Correa breaking it down and saying that there are certain people who didn't use it, which we're never going to find out. But when he said, we did not use it in the 2017 postseason, yeah. and then Manfred had to go out the next day and say, Yes, he did. Yes, you did. Shut the fuck up. Yeah, you did. And the more and more we break down and look out Altuve walking it off this year with the shirt not on when he goes up to bat. That story about his new tattoo. Right. And him flexing in the locker room, taking it off and showing. Like, he walked in, didn't say a word with all the reporters in there, took off his shirt, looked around, made sure, flaunted it, showed it to everybody, and then put his shirt back on and left. Just utter dog shit, man. Right. I think he probably went out and got that the night before. Yeah. Uh, I just... And think about how nefarious it would be if he went out and got it the night before as a means to cover his ass, just in case. Just in... Right. To protect his... Just to protect his story. If we were lawyers in a court of law, I would... You would you could use that as circumstantial evidence, and you could sway a bunch of jurors to think that it was like premeditated. Yep. I mean, it's just it's fucked. I think that I think he wore a buzzer, and the more and more I, I started saying like a couple months ago, like there's no way he was wearing a buzzer. That's crazy. That's ludicrous, dude. It's pointing more and more towards that. But if that were to come out, I don't think it'll ever come out. And the report's going to stay the way it is because then baseball is completely fucked. Well, then it's then it's Black Sox in 2019. Then it's Black or, Sox in they, 2017. Right. Like. It, and it, and that's, I mean that's that that that's a, that's a scar. Huge. That's that that's supersedes w- anything that happened with the Patriots in the NFL. That supersedes the, anything. The referee in the NBA. Donahue. Yeah. Anything. It, that supersedes anything. That's the biggest sports scandal of all time. And it already is, and it's just circumstantial, and they can't put it out there because if they did put it out there, then he could never play baseball again. No. And, I mean, he's a huge fucking star, dude. Yeah, you know. But already, but not anymore. You can't put him on MLB Play 30 ads anymore. No. He's tainted. He's a nope. fucking heel. He's a five foot six. Same with Bregman. Yeah. All of those guys. All fucked. Tainted forever. Yep. And you think that going into a season knowing that your legacy, no matter what you do, is fucked, asterisked it? Yeah. Asterisked it? Right, just like Maris. It's just such a mental game. They're going to be so in their head. Watch Bregman I, come out and bat 240. See, that's kind of what I'm thinking. With all of this weight, and I know they got Dusty to avert it, like avert it. Like you heard what when they asked uh, Dusty about what Markakis said, like. 
the question was, what do you think about Nick Marcakis saying that everybody needs a beating? He goes, oh, man, come on. Come out and beat us on the field. Yeah. That's the, the best way. The most dusty answer ever. That's why they hired him. Exactly. But I still think all of those thoughts are going to continue to creep in. I see him. If you made me guess right now, and if you made me go to mybookie.ag and put money on it. Which you could. Which you could. I might. Using promo code chair. Promo code chair. 85 wins? I don't I don't doubt it. I'd bet the under because, on that. Because they're, everyone else in the division has gotten better, and they lost Cole. Okay, so here's a story. And they have this weighing on them the entire year where you have constant media attention, where you have the, the media attention of the world coming in and following you everywhere. There is no way in 162 games that you can avoid this. How does it get spun, and how does it get accepted in the public eye if for some reason they come out and win 97 games? I think that it shows that they were just a good fucking ball team. Yeah. And it shows that they were like, we didn't need it, but we wanted that edge. I don't see that happening. I don't either. I really, I just don't. I don't. I, there's a gut feeling. No, I think I they know go, I I think they go out and they're scrapping to be 500, man. Yeah. I think they're, a I think, above. I think the mental, I think the mental just complete breakdown. I mean, imagine Bregman. He was completely untouchable six months ago. Yeah, $100 million Rise, contract. Rising star, $100 million contract. Young enough to get another $150 million in five years. Right. Like, he's good at baseball. And to now just think that everyone thinks you're a cheating, douchey shithead. Yeah. You can't go out there and hit a 99-mile-per-hour fastball. Yep. While everyone in every opposing stadium is calling you a cheater and screaming at like. Man, that's some mental gymnastics. How the fuck? How the fuck does Altuve hit that ball from Chapman? I don't buy it. Ninety nine inside, in like up, up and on the way? hands. I, either way, you know what? Speaking of like the 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 mental head fuck of it all, I don't see how your Altuve up there. In front of 60,000 people live and a couple million fucking on TV knowing that you have a buzzer on your chest. Like, don't you check your pocket a million times to make sure your cell phone doesn't fall out when you're on a fucking yep. bar stool? Yep, 100%. How do, you, how do you even get past that mental block? Yeah, Bill's got this pulled up. Yeah. Yeah, it was out over the plate, 84 mile per hour hanging curve. Yacked it off the fucking wall. He cheated. You didn't even look at Chapman's face. Fooled him. Did you watch the John... Fifth home run that postseason. Did you watch that John Boy thing? Here it goes, man. Look, he's coming into home plate. There this he goes. It. Don't rip my shirt off. Don't rip my shirt off. And then immediately running in there. <clears throat> the postseason, what was so great when John Boy put it on, on his Ugh. shit was, was what he said was like uh is that ken rosenthal in that moment who was already doing the report was like why didn't you rip your jersey off why didn't you let him do it? he goes he laughs and he goes what and he goes why didn't you let him rip the jersey off haha because i'm shy ha 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 because my wife doesn't like it when i have my shirt off yeah you know and if you break it down the the, the one of the i forget the guy it's from the bronx tale or whatever the actor he goes he goes when someone's lying to you they laugh ask the question again and then laugh again because they're trying to play it off, and then they give you two different answers yeah. because they're thinking of something to say. And that's and fucking that's exactly perfect. 
exactly what he did. Exactly what he did. And the other giveaway is when someone looks up when they're talking to you. When and I mean, granted, Altuve has to look up constantly when he's talking to somebody. Come on. Not Ken Rosenthal, yeah, that little tiny Yeah, that little tiny, tiny elfish man. That dweeb. His he- him and Passon have huge heads. Passon's head is disproportional. Something. That is the true MVP machine. Listen, you know? Jeff. Shrink it. Fix it. You got money. You got ESPN money. You can do this. Fucking no, A, baby. I just don't. I don't buy it, and I think that the league coming out and saying, you can't hit them, and if someone immediately gets fined or suspended, they'll be like, what the fuck, why am I suspended? But those motherfuckers cheated, yeah, and they're exactly. not. Yeah, exactly, and won a World Series, hit seven postseason home runs the year he's alleged to have a buzzer on his chest telling him what pitch is coming. Right. And he and I am not allowed to peg him, but he's making 15 mil this year. At least. At the very least. I, I don't know what he's making, but he ain't poor. No, he's not. He's made enough money that he could probably get some shin extensions, you know? Get a little bit taller. Come on, dude. He's going to have to do something when he gets booted out of baseball and has to sell fucking real estate. (laughs) Who's going to buy a house from a guy who's known cheater? Yeah, no shit. Well, they're going to think the house is bugged. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Where are the buzzers around this house, man? Buzz, buzz. Guess what? Start buying Wendy's franchises, bud. That's what you should be doing. Is there any more baseball? Because what you did... It's ice cold. Yeah, it's ice cold, man. Like a frosty. Put some fries in there. You know what? You're a real square. Come on. Like the patty. Wendy, sponsor us. Come on. In the meantime, Dom Ta- Ta- Dave go- Thomas Foundation. Go win a lot of money and get a boner and then, uh, you know, keep your balls tight. Yeah. I mean, it, we're going to continue to talk about this. It's going to keep coming out through the whole year. There's going to be more information. Let alone, we don't even know what the Red Sox report's going to be. How crazy is that going to be? They were already worn with the Apple Watches. Like, shut, stop, stop that. And now it's like worse. You, I, you wonder <coughs> what, who all, if any, teams are sweating it or out around the league. I don't know, but and if it what if it if it if some reason just my conspiracy mind if it is that bad mm-hmm. if the league would let that get out. Here's someone that. I, I, just the back of my head, sneaky suspicion. They've been praised for their analytics for years, and they somehow consistently find ways to win. Raise twins A's. Raise. Raise. Raise immediately of, peaked my head. I'm not saying, I'm not, I don't have any evidence. I have none. I'm just going off of like just. Just conjecture. Right, 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 right. Where like, how can they be that good for that long? And with their attendance being so poor. Who's going to catch him? That's what I was just going to say, dude. They wouldn't even have to bang on trash cans. They could literally have a fucking vendor in, in the fucking upper deck just go. Yeah. Like, it wouldn't be that hard. What, what no. would it be? Like, the one person in Section 238 claps their hands twice, it's a curveball? Yep. Like, it wouldn't <laughs> be. Like, man, that's a great point, dude. And it's just, it's just... Gossip on a sports podcast. Just throwing it out. But if you if if we're operating under the assumption that the entire league is completely crooked and everybody is cheating and trying to get the upper hand, yeah. it would make sense that they were doing it in Tampa Bay. You know where else it would make sense and would make my would make would just make me feel so good if they got caught. St. Louis. Oh yeah. Oh dude. Would that not be the most vindicating thing of all of all time if we yep. found out that like Players, jack off manager, whatever he is, Tony La Russa. 
was just some kingpin. Was some just turd. Where's the cancel culture in baseball? Now the Astros sure. have opened the floodgate, man. People are about to get called out. They should. And do you know how much more fun that's going to make the game? Yeah, exactly. You got to put it on Twitter. You got to yeah. make people want drama. You got to meme it out. You got to make it more revel- relevant. It's what fucking ba- you gotta, Bauer was talking right. It's what Bauer was talking about. You got to have your stars, your figureheads in a nice framed up shot for Instagram talking shit for a minute about whatever the scandal of the time is. Beautiful. It's just what the world is, dude. And that's and that's what baseball needs to do because people love I mean, as much shit as they I mean for hunt for like fifty years people said baseball's dying. Even longer, 70, 80 years baseball's dying. No it's not. Do you think Rendon would have gone to Houston if this shit wasn't happening? No. I think he still probably would have just played in LA. Yeah. I mean, the other thing I don't think I brought it up was like every team in that division also got better. Yeah, even the, the Mariners have, included. No, they're still dog shit. They're bad, but I'm saying like at least they went out and they no. they improved as a team. They signed some small pieces, and they're gonna be bad. They're no, I'm not be... saying that they're good, but I'm just saying I just they're it's gonna be bad. Uh, you said every team, fuckhead. I did, okay, but not the Mariners. We can't include the Mariners. I'm talking about teams that could win the division. I'm talking about Houston, Anaheim. The Rangers. Sorry, Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim. (laughs) Yeah, those guys got better. The A's got better. Yeah. Plausible, plausible teams that could win it. Yeah. And Houston stayed. And they actually lost some pieces, like Presley. They lost Cole. Yeah. That's that's I don't I just don't know how you fill the coal hole. No, that coal hole, that big gaping coal hole. Big gaping coal hole is the name of this episode. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> big gaping coal hole. It's been a good sod. Very good. We've Are you going with your dad for opening day? I'm going to be in Panama City, Florida opening day. That's 326, right? What are you doing in Panama? I got booked. What the fuck? Who are you with? Some lady saw me open up for Chad in Atlanta and lives in Florida and books rooms, and she booked me to headline two fucking rooms in Panama City. Shut the fuck so I'm, up. Dude, it's crazy, man. So, yeah, she's paying me good money. I'm headlining I'm, I'm, headla- I'm headlining a show at uh, Florida State University Panama City campus. Think about that. It's only open to students. It's either going to be 200 Crazy students or seven. I don't know what it's going to be. I got to do 45. Well, we can, I mean, this this podcast has helped us bullshit. Yeah. So we need to fill time on stage. Bullshit. I just go up there and talk about college and bullshit, man. Days. And I can just talk about how college is a scam and then they don't pay me. Yeah, dude. It was fun. It's going to be fun. I can't wait. I'm super bummed to miss out on opening day, but I'm going to be getting. Oh, you know what I'm going to do? Hotel on the beach getting paid to tell jokes, dude. Yeah, that's pretty rad. I'm just going to hang out with your dad. Alicia and I are going to get a picture with your pop, send it to you. It's going to be the, uh, I've done three straight opening days with old Mike Kimbrell. I know. Didn't you meet my mom in opening day? Yes, I did. That's the first time you met my mom. Yes, I did. So I'm super bummed about that. But, uh, you know, comedy, baby. You know what? You should come with me Saturday before we get into all the festivities. My parents are throwing their, their chili cook-off. Okay, let's do that. Let's, let's have, have a, day a day on Saturday. Let's I've got a date it. on Saturday. but uh, We can do it before. Well, I don't we'll know. We'll figure it out. Who knows? I don't know what the timing is, but I'm finally meeting this girl. I'm excited. I'm so excited. I'm supposed to meet with her tonight, but you know what comes first? The podcast. The podcast. 
Let's uh, let's round third and head for home. Because <laughs> that's what you should be doing tomorrow night is rounding third and heading for some home, you know? BlueChew.com. BlueChew, my bookie, Manscaped. Oh, fuck yeah, man. Because you got to win some money to take them out to dinner. Then you got to fucking trim her up before then with the Manscaped and pop a BlueChew to perform. The perfect date night with Lee Michael Kimbrell. That's all you can do, baby. Um... Coming up here in the, the end of February, I'm at the Hub tonight, Friday night. How fun is that? Yeah, be? Friday night. It's going to be great. I uh, love the time. Hub. Um, there Friday night at Neon Cat. Billy's hosting that. He's a solo host and geeked about that. Um, every Monday at the Hub, uh, I run the open mic and it fucking rules. Uh, this uh, next Saturday, the 29th. I'm going to be down in my old dad's stomping grounds. I'm going to be in Danville, Kentucky, oh, near yeah. Center College. Not sure of the venue, but I'm just going to be down there. Who are you with again? I totally forgot. In Danville, nobody. I just got booked by Alex Gorley. There's like four comics doing some time. Oh, cool. It's just going to be, you know, a bunch of hillbillies and hopefully my cousin Maddie and her friends. Um, she goes to Center. I'll, uh, I'll text my cousins that are down there. Yeah. Oh, please do. Yeah. Yeah. And then March is fucking a madhouse. I'm just all over in March. I'm excited. That's awesome. Atlanta, Chattanooga, Knoxville, Panama City. That's great. I'm going to go to New York for a couple shows. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Dude, that rules. I'm geeked, man. So, yeah, it's shaping up, man. I'm excited, and I love you guys so much, and sweet Bill. It's going to be great. I love you. I'm excited for tomorrow, man. The hub's going to be lit as fuck. It's going to be great. J-Dog's going to be awesome. Uh, for me, dude, it's crazy. April's a little, is April a little slow coming up for, no, uh, March, March is going to be a little slower for me. April is actually shaping up. I get to go down. Boom, baby. I get to go down and see my sister. I'm really excited for the Whereabouts first time. Whereabouts there? Um, April, where'd it go? Where are you? Or was it May? Hold on. I forget here. Um... Fuck, I'm totally having a brain fart here. Yeah, this will be fun. Um, where'd it go? Blah, 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 blah. I totally forget where it went. I'm going to go see my sister. I'm working at Cozy's or Cozy's in Newport, Be- Newport News, Virginia. Oh, that's a good club. That's like a club club. Yeah. Fuck yeah, man. That's rad. So I'm pretty psyched for that. Good for you. That's exciting. That'll be really fun. Or is that March? Fuck, whatever. I can't find it. I'm pretty excited. But tomorrow night, Lee already said it, come to the hub. It's going to be a great show. But here's the kicker, and this is what really matters. Next weekend is my full fe- full first feature weekend at Go Bananas Comedy Listen Club. up, fuckers. It's going to be Luke Fagenbush hosting, me featuring, Troy Baxley headlining. That's a great show. Just come to that show, please. If you want to come and you're here in Cincinnati or if you're listening elsewhere and you want to come, Hit us up on Instagram. Come on. We'll, we'll get, get we'll you get... free tickets, man. Come for free. Meet one of the nasty boys. Come I'll on. be there too. Please come. He'll probably be, you'll be there Friday. Yeah, I'll be there on Friday at the very least. At the least. And it'll be so much fun. Um, it's going to be great. I'm so excited. I'm feeling hot. I feel good. I'm going into this where I've got my, my 20 to 25 down and I'll be able to rotate out closers and do yeah. some shit. Move some shit around. It's going to be an excellent Fun. week. I'm excited to watch you, man. If you didn't buy a hat, buy a hat. If you already bought a hat and you needed it shipped, I already messaged you and it shipped. We got three more and we're going to have to order some more. Probably. Is what? There's Danny, Tyler's. I got one in the car. One of the, That one's for Tanner. So Tanner, get your fucking hat from me. Tyler, get your hat from me. 
So then there's uh, three left. Boom, baby. How crazy is that? We're doing it. Um, but please come. It'll be so much fun. It's just going to be fun. If you come out, I'll buy you a drink. How about that? That's Deal. a little more incentive. Deal. You get free tickets and a drink. Come on. What else do you want? Buy a magnet from me, you know? And I, Oh, yeah. Your magnets look great. Thanks, man. Yeah, the magnets look excellent. Magnets rule. Yeah, they do. Um, so I'm just so, I'm just so fucking pumped for next weekend. It's, it's so exciting. And then the other part of that is, is I'll kind of be flying around during the day because we are the official spawn, the official t-shirt of Bachfest. Boom, bitch. That's huge. Yeah. Johnny Manziel. Yeah, we are. Rolling them up, put them behind the ears. So, cool. Well, this was great. I'm very happy. Very successful podcast. And um, I think we have one, uh, a couple things left to say. And uh, for me, it's go red legs. And for you, stay nasty. I want to tell you a story. It's a story about a scandal, broken relationships, gossip, rumors, money, corporate rivalry, and a broom. A performance-enhancing broom. My name is John Cullen. I'm a comedian, podcaster, and for 20 years, I was a semi-professional curler. And I want to tell you the story about how a single broom almost imploded the 500-year-old sport of curling. We felt like we were bringing a knife to a gunfight. It's the story of a superstar and his fall from grace. Oh, I was being dragged through the mud. It's the story of two brother entrepreneurs with a dream. <laughs> I said, that's great news. It's a story of intrigue. I still don't understand why we want to keep his name secret. The full story has never been told, so I'm going to tell it. Broomgate. How a broom almost killed curling. It was a year I'd like to forget. To listen to Broomgate, search for Broomgate in your favorite podcast app. That's all one word. Broomgate. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com match. Just go to Indeed.com match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app today to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more.